You're listening to the drink special. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Drink Specials with Friends. This week, Richard and I have invited Shefat Kazi to the show. Shefat, a lender, an actress, a model, a singer, a philanthropist, and most recently has been taking charge and spreading awareness as it relates to the COVID situation in India. Shefat, we're so excited to have you on the show. So you can share with us kind of some of those, you know, life events that you've gone through in your career, as well as how we can help with, uh, with raising awareness and, and helping out the folks in India as it relates to COVID. Shefat, welcome to Drink Specials. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's Shifa Kazi. How are you? We're so excited to have you on, right, Richard? This one we've been looking forward to. Definitely. I, I'm really excited to speak to you. Nice to meet you and, and have you on, Shifet. Thank you so much. I'm really excited, too. We have a new friend, everyone. We have a new friend on Drink Specials with Friends. We're so excited to have Shifat on. She, uh, she's, she's gone on an incredible journey. Right. I think uh, there's so many different hats that Shifat is wearing. So we're like, it just makes sense, you know, to reach out to you and just to see, um, you know, if you can share with us and, and our listeners your story and, and your journey and the hats you're wearing. But at the same time, also, you know, kind of talk to you about kind of what's going on in, in India. Right. So uh, in, in, in all honesty, I am following you know, kind of what's happening over there, but I'm not an expert, yeah. right? I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm not as intimately involved mm-hmm. with, with what's going on over there. So I w- we would love to kind of hear your perspective and how we can help. But before we jump into all those questions, you know, one of the things that we do here on the show to set the tone and just to make sure everyone is super comfy, uh, we'd like to have a little bit of a drink with our guests. Shifat, what you drinking? I'm drinking lemonade. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love it. With ice? With ice? Uh, actually, no, no, not with ice, just with, uh, I put some chia seeds and some brown sugar, like fancy lemonade, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, la, okay. la. All right, okay. Is there, is there a specific brand or you, this is like lemonade that you made, like you're squeezing oh, no, the lemon. I make it, I squeeze the lemon, I put some chia seeds in there, I mix some brown sugar, stir it around, and I have Damn. this delicious, yeah. It's healthy, wow. clean, fiber, everything. It's got everything in it. <laughs> okay. I okay. love it. I love it. Richard, Richard, how about yourself? Well, I'm 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 not that fancy of a lemonade, <laughs> but I have I have minute made lemonade uh, with <laughs> with some ice right now. Uh, so shout out shout out to Minute Maid and, and uh, in honor of Shefat too. So keeping yeah. it non alcoholic and uh, lemonade for me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> So I, you know, there, there's three of us. So three lemonades, of course, it just makes sense. I, uh, I'm a big fan of vitamin water. I don't know why I got into it whenever it came out. It's just the flavor stuck with me and lemonade specifically. It's actually my wife's favorite too. So shout out yeah. to Julie, my wife. But yeah, so cheers to everyone and their lemonades. Cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers, cheers. So Shefat, let's get started with a, with an easy one. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Shefat and, and what is your brand? Yeah, sure. So thank you, Richard. I'm a young South Asian female. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a philanthropist. Um, I'm currently mainly focused on lending as a mortgage advisor. You know, growing up, I never thought that it was definitely not how <laughs> how I thought my life would end up. But, you know, this is life. This is how uh, it flows. Um, I always initially thought that I would get more into acting 
or maybe um, in the broadcast uh, journalism uh, sector, like media, things like that. Um, and then I, I, as, as I get as I got older, I, you know, I, I started working at a bank and started thinking more practically about, you know, how I can make a more consistent income and um, how many jobs might be available and how I was doing at that time. So I kind of started actually building my career from working in banking. Um, I decided that I, I loved what I was doing. I, I just wanted to take it to the next level and decided to leave a salary-based job and decided to go full force with a commission-based role. And I haven't looked back since. Very cool. So you mentioned also the the modeling actress part of it. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit on that? I've been acting, modeling, dancing from a really young age. I, I probably first remember starting this when I was maybe around six years old. I remember uh, doing a lot of cultural performances in the community in Toronto, Mississauga, like all across the GTA, um, where I would do like cultural dance performances and acting. Um, and then as I got older, um, I started doing cultural fashion shows and dancing and singing. It's, it's just started building. And uh, as a teenager, I started doing photo shoots and runway acting in terms of like music videos i've done a lot of um, youtube videos like you know skits about uh, maybe topics like important topics at the time or comedy just to kind of be versatile yeah so it just kind of grew from there and um and when i was younger you know uh, learning about media and acting uh, i would take like after school um youth classes like for you know to learn how to use a camera how to act uh how to edit that's great i mean s side note on the fashion piece there, there's not many people that could pull off a corta like dave nico i don't know if you knew that i don't know if you knew that dave's corta game is out of control it's very it's comfy well, the guys are really comfy. The girls, like, our, our Indian version of outfits are really, you know, tight-fitting and heavy. You know, it's nothing like what you guys have to wear. Like, you guys have, like, the most chillest wear, like, chillest clothes, I would have to say, for sure, compared to us. <laughs> you know, Richard, my best friend, was getting married, and we, I, I think it was the first time I wore, a, and I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong, the Corta, Corta, right? That's how you pronounce it, right? Corta, yeah. The, yeah. Corta, yeah, the shoes, it was so comfy. Like, yeah. I just felt so, like, free. I'm like, okay, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I was wearing a blazer for the last thirty plus years, right? That's hilarious. It's actually, quite the opposite for the girls because we have these like heavy gowns that we have to wear, like for all these like parties and uh, or runway, or whatever the case is. When you're walking with a, what's called a langa, like because there's so much work at the bottom, you have to actually kick the dress to take a step because it's so heavy. You have to Dang. kick wow. and, and take a step. Yeah, that's how heavy it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So I've always felt like dressing up you know with women clothing is very hard but regardless of whether it's like westernized clothing or you know indian clothing it's it's hard right i guess it's a lot harder compared to a man when it comes to uh when it we, comes to the clothing we, we make everything look so easy you do though <laughs> and good and good and good the ladies look very good but um how many, how many guys would you ever see walking on their tippy toes like we we walk in high heels like 
and balance and we look very like put together we're not wobbling we're not shaking you know like we look really good in heels <laughs> it's a talent yeah. it's a talent for sure yeah i i struggle to walk just with normal shoes so i don't know how you how you girls are doing it in heels and the heels are high like i, I can't explain any of that stuff yeah i'm not familiar with it but it, yeah. it does it does look uncomfortable but you guys make it work so we, that's, make, it, uh, we make it look good <laughs> yeah that's awesome so shifa you talked about some of the hats that you're wearing right um you know mortgage rep uh you know into modeling into acting into singing and in all honesty i don't actually that's probably something i didn't know coming into this interview and and I'm, yeah. I'm even more impressed with your brand, right? Um, you know, so how do you juggle all those hats? Since COVID started, the acting and modeling has kind of calmed down because, you know, there's so many lockdown restrictions and we need to keep safe. So um, I haven't been as active with the whole acting and modeling since COVID has begun. But mm -hmm. I mean, previous to that, I would do it occasionally so i would you know maybe like one day in the weekday like randomly there'd be a shoot that i would you know uh participate in so it was more like occasional or part-time where i was doing that whereas my career was always you know the most important thing i have been offered um modeling gigs like even during covid like a lot of music video shoots and um photo shoots and stuff like that but i just don't feel comfortable right now because i'd be around like a lot of new people um on the set and stuff so i've been trying to avoid that actually uh, just because of covid yeah no stay safe that's the yeah. right way to go absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. so i mean that th th those are perfect uh examples but like you know you you've gotten amazing experience with the arts with obviously finance being a, a mortgage broker what are some of the biggest lessons and takeaways you, you have from from experiences in, in both the arts and, and in finance? Okay, so I've, I've learned to just be open-minded about my career. I've never uh, put myself into one specific category that if this doesn't work out, that's it. That That's my only option. I've, I've, I've always kept my options open. I've always followed my passions. I've always focused on what my you know, what I'm, what I'm best at, what my skills are. And I followed my path and, you know, I, I was always true to myself. I never, uh, I never settled for less. I, I, I'm still growing, I'm still learning. I'm still not finished with what I'm doing. Like for now, I am a mortgage, I am an, a, a mortgage advisor. However, in the future, I do have more plans. I, I do have plans to open up a business not related to mortgages. Um, I do have plans to get into real estate. Um, I do have plans to create my own team and just to build. So um, just, you know, just to continue growing and learning. I, I'm, I'm all about the pursuit of, you know, um, excellence. I, I want to continue making goals for myself and um, just, you know, do, do everything that I can to create a great life for myself. That's amazing. And and I love that you're not really pigeonholing yourself to one thing, right? You're you're branching out, you're trying new things, you're focusing in different areas and as humans, you know, I think that's amazing. That's healthy. That's good yeah. to dabble in a bunch of different areas. So I, I love that. That's great. Yeah. Because you know what? We should always be passionately curious. I've 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 always said that. Um we should have our passions. We should never give up, give up our passions just because we have our nine to five, you know, like we should, we should always 
have a good balance of everything. Yeah, no, I, I love that. We absolutely agree. And again, that's a big reason why we have you on the show, right? Because, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, you're juggling the nine to five, you're looking into, you know, some of those other passion projects, obviously with COVID, you know, it's a little tough, but you know, the sky's the limit for all of us, right? So why do we need to pigeonhole ourselves to just one thing, one seat, one role? So it's super cool to hear, Shifa, that you're thinking about like, okay, this is not it. Like, I'm going to build a team. I'm going to dabble into real estate. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, right? And that's a, that's a big reason of why we want we want people like you on our show because we yeah. like that energy. We like that energy, right? So, uh, so I, I have to ask a question, though. Um, I am curious, right? And this is really coming from a place of, in all honesty, ignorance, right? Pre-COVID, you were, you know, heavier involved with the acting, with the modeling, with the singing. Are there any... Any unique expectations, you know, being a female, being Muslim and getting into that industry? Like, is there anything there that is different from you than, let's say, someone who wasn't raised uh, up um, um, in the Muslim faith? You know, it's all about representation. Like if, if somebody sees me, you know, um, in a in a video or in a photo shoot, if they come across me, um, I have to be true to myself. I can't, I can't you know go against like my traditions and my cultures i i would never do let's say a lingerie photo shoot um that's that's never gonna happen has never happened um i wouldn't be able to do something like that i, I wouldn't be able to do um let's say a music video shoot where i'm holding a bottle of like champagne or something or drinking um right. i can't i can't portray myself in that way um so a lot of the shoots that I've done, you know, like I'll be wearing a dress or, or it'll be something cultural. Um, I wouldn't be really wearing too many uh, revealing clothing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not it's not just about my body. It's about, you know, how, how I'm making the clothes look more so like my body, my body, right. looks good, like no doubt. But I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to like display. Here you go. Everybody look at my body. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I have to just make sure that when people are looking at me, they're, they're feeling proud that I'm representing the culture, you know, the way that they would want to. Love it. It's all about staying true to yourself. You're betting on yourself. So you might as well stay true to yourself. And plus when you go to sleep at night, you want to make sure that you can go to sleep peacefully because, you know, you, you stay true to your morals, you stay true to your faith, to the people around you. So, uh, what I'm hearing is it doesn't stop you, right? It's just, you know, the opportunities that you're looking for need to align to the, the, the morals that you have or the, you know, the expectations you have of yourself when it comes to those different, uh, those different roles that may get presented to you in that industry. So we, we, we know recently, obviously you've been very active in raising awareness of what's going on in India um, you know speaking about myself personally uh, with my wife being Indian and lots of family over there I, I kind of know firsthand um, some of the heartbreak and the, mm -hmm. the the issues going on but can you maybe share a little bit about um, what's happening in India for our listeners and and um, maybe you know what we we should know and what's not being told to us in the in the news yeah sure so what happened was um back in march i actually had a friend who went to india to go visit his mom and you know perfectly healthy young guy he was doing great everything was fine and uh within the second week of him being in india every, like you can hear everything's open i can hear the rickshaws i can hear the cars i can hear the people it sounded like a really, really busy city whenever he would call and check in. And the second week he was there, he became COVID positive. 
And when I called to check up on him, he sounded like he was like gasping for air and like he was having a really hard time talking and I felt really bad. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, rest up and I hope you feel better and I'll pray for you. I hope you're okay. Because I didn't understand at that time that they had a different variant of COVID. Um, so thankfully he's okay. He's better. Um, him and his wife, they, they were COVID positive, but they both recovered and they're okay now. But then the concerns were there's no oxygen tanks in the hospitals. So if, if their symptoms become even more serious and they have to go to the hospital, there's no way for them to get assistance with breathing outside of maybe CPR or manual, you know, like for someone to manually pump their stomach or something. There's, there's no way for them to get actual oxygen over their nose and mouth. Like they don't have that. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I, I saw some videos where I felt I felt so helpless. Like I felt like I was watching a horror movie, but it was real. Like you know, you know how we see those acoplips yeah. like type of movies, like where you see people just dropping down. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's happening. It's it's happening in India right now. They have an airborne variant. So let's let's say for example, you know, we probably recently heard in the states that uh, the CDC is allowing people to you know, not have to wear their mask while they're outdoors. In India, if you're not wearing a mask, even if you're outdoors and somebody walks past you, they have COVID, you're going to gasp for air within a few seconds of passing that person. You're going to drop down on the ground. You can't breathe. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. If you see, if you see, if you come across any videos, I can show you guys. It's, it's a little bit disturbing. That's why I don't really like to share those things, but yeah. uh, they're, they're piling people up who are on the ground outside and they're, they're, you know, pushing them into the ambulance uh, trucks, going to the hospital. They get to the hospital, there's no oxygen tanks. They're like, you know, trying to give CPR to these people, rubbing their backs. Um, not much else they could do. They don't have anything. And 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 like, for example, we're, we're really lucky in Canada. If you're in a hospital, you have your own room. Maybe you're sharing a hospital room with one other person. In India, there's maybe like 10 to 12 people in the same room, like bed to bed to bed. Like they're all they're all lying down beside each other and and all you can hear is gasping screaming you know people don't know what to do and uh and the doctors and the nurses at the end of the day they're sweating because it's physical work there there's no oxygen to just put over a patient's mouth and nose and here you go breathe they're pumping 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 all day and then uh yeah and then and then they have these like mass burial uh sites now because um, in the Hindu and uh, Sikh culture, I believe they 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 uh, do cremation, right? So they have these like mass burials happening where everyone's body is burning at the same time. It's really scary. It's it's, it's like it's it's like unheard of. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 intense. So so currently, uh, the statistics are there've been probably around twenty one million cases of COVID in India. 21 million? Yeah. Damn. Out of the 21 million, the current count of people who have died as a result of COVID is around 226,000. But I think that's underreported. I really do. And I think the cases may be underreported as well. Yeah, yeah. So it could be higher than that. It could be higher, yeah. And and they're saying that uh, currently there are over... 400,000 people in India who are COVID positive, which I also think is is underreported too. And that uh, approximately every five minutes, there's like over 3,000 to 4,000 deaths a day. They're saying approximately every five minutes, somebody is dying from COVID. 
every five minutes, some, like, do you say 3,000 people are dying from COVID every five minutes? No, there's a total of 3,000 people each day. Okay, they or, get or over. diagnosed. There's probably 3,000 to 4,000 people dying of COVID yeah, yeah, yeah. each day. So that's equal to about every five minutes somebody's dying. Yeah, and, and you know what? We, we, can't, we can't have this thought of them versus us it's it's not it's not it's not like it's any different because there, it was actually reported that uh, this was two weeks ago when i learned about this about 39 people in ontario had the same variant as what these people in india have so that's when they decided to close the borders in canada to not allow mm-hmm. in pakistan um, people to come directly to canada uh, but it's already here so this COVID situation, it's, it's really serious. We have to take it really seriously because even if we're outside, we're not wearing a mask, we still have to be careful. What if somebody unknowingly has it and we start getting these cases here too, the way that they right. do? It's already here. So we have to be yeah. very careful. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. so um, and I agree with you. It's not, a, you know, we should, we should really wipe that mentality out about us and them. It's, it's all one, it's all one people, right? So yeah. uh, we, we need to help our brothers and our sisters where we can. You yeah. know, I was I was in India last year. I don't know if you knew that, Shifa. I went to I India. So. Oh, wow. David, David Nicho went to India, right? <laughs> I, I was there for a week now. I was only there for a week. Though. It, was, it was a good yeah. friend of mine. It was her wedding. And yeah. I stayed I stayed in Delhi. And then we went, I think, two, two hours south of Delhi, uh, Delhi mm-hmm. to uh, to resort. But it was beautiful. Yeah. I, I was I was welcomed. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was, yeah. I was a little nervous because I've never traveled that far, and yeah. I actually went by. I actually went by myself. Oh wow! But I, I but I was, uh, I was treated with, with love and respect, and you know, mm-hmm. it was, um, yeah. So it does break my heart that, uh, that that uh, it, it's it's uh, it's gotten to that level, right, with COVID in India. So and I was gonna say Delhi is one of the cities that are one of the hardest hit by by this COVID actually. Mm. Unfortunately, like that's one of the places where people are just dropping down like flies. It's it's intense. And oh, I, and boy. I know you, you were just there a year ago. And imagine yeah. you can actually visualize it. You were around so many people, crowds and lots of noise, lots of people like it was you know, it was lit. It was fun, right? But yeah. but like imagine now the streets are empty. And if people are out, they're out, they're out with a lot of caution, but like, it's like the complete opposite of what you saw a year ago. It breaks my heart. Cause you're right. Yeah. I did see the crowds, the markets. I went to the markets, you know, it was, it was really nice. The streets were packed. Yeah. So how can we, how can we help though? Cause I know uh, one of the things that caught, caught our attention is, you know, you're, you're raising some, some funding. I think you're, you're some funding to, to help and send back to, uh, to, yeah. to the folks in India, I think it's for you know for air tanks or you know, yeah. can you talk to us about what you're doing? How can we help and 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 support your cause? Yeah, sure. So um, my my friend, the same friend who I was talking about earlier, who was COVID positive, um, I asked him how could I help? How could I bring awareness? What can we do to um, help people directly over there? So him and his family members, they were donating oxygen tanks. Um, to people who are, you know, in need, uh, people who uh, don't have the funds to purchase these things or get the help on their own. Um, so he just left India actually yesterday, but we were able to raise the money to purchase some oxygen tanks um, uh, for their people over there. And uh, 
even if you know we can't do that any longer since since i don't have my my friend in india anymore um there's a lot of local charities that are helping with uh, providing supplies so we have uh, red cross canada we have unicef we have uh, islamic relief of canada we have um, imana cares like there's there's a lot of um current charities that are contributing like there's probably a lot more than what i've mentioned but those are some of the local canadian uh, charities that we have here uh, but you know any contribution small or large like anything helps um you know uh, to help these people out over there um they're very short on supplies and they really need our help so anything we can do is a big deal for them i'm still going to continue bringing awareness and um without without scaring people i i want people to be aware of what's going on so you know i will be consistent in you know asking people to help out how they can uh, at this point our options are charity you know we're helping from afar but we need to be safe too right so um, of course just donating to charities is is going to be a big relief for these people you know it's very far away to your point but we can help uh we can help from afar right so exactly. uh, we're, yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll share some of those details that you just shared with us on our page so people know where to go and maybe even ask you questions right right ask yeah, you questions sure. right they want to le- learn a little bit more about what are some of those local charities etc that they can yeah i would love to help people learn how to um, help our indian families over there yeah, absolutely. So let's get let's uh, maybe uh, switch gears. So I think you talked a little bit about those dreams that you have or those goals that you have starting your own real estate company, your own team. Do you have any sort of projects that you want to share with us? Well, I mean, I do have some business ideas that are still in the works. So I, I can talk about that in the future once everything is all sure. approved and everything. But I have some amazing concepts that I think I've come up with um, with a small team. So Things are in the works. And um, in the meantime, I mean, I am I am doing my mortgage career, but I'm also um, I'm also always studying. I'm always learning. Um, I love learning about um, meditation and, um, you know, motivating myself. I, I, I read a lot of self-help books um, just to keep my mind clear, you know, and focused. Um, so I, I am looking forward to just taking my career to the next level. It's going to happen pretty quickly, I'm sure. But uh, I'm really excited about the future. And we're excited for you. We, you know, you have Richard and I rooting for you. You have uh, the right mentality, right? Keep learning, keep applying yourself, try different things, right? And I also heard team a few times, right? Like yeah. starting your own team, you're working with a team right now on some new concepts, right? So, you know, it does, uh, does uh, you know, anything success always usually has a group of people involved or a group of people you trust in your circle, exactly. right? So that, yeah. that's awesome. So, I mean, we, we, we've learned a lot about you in terms of your financial career in terms of you in the arts modeling acting singing um any advice you can share to future women um entrepreneurs trying to follow a similar path uh, as as yourself yeah just go for it um you know create goals for yourself and try to beat them um don't be afraid of some hard work put time into your craft um make sure you just kind of go with the flow because you can't really plan life to the T. Um, sometimes opportunities just present themselves to you. So just be open um, to those possibilities. Follow whatever you're passionate about because ultimately that's what will make you happy. Um, don't settle for the first job that you get or, or settle just because you're afraid of change. Um, 
I think as young people, you know, we're, we're scared sometimes of taking the next step. But once you take that step, you'll never look back. I'll tell you that much. I, I wish I started what I did years ago. If I had known what I've known then, I, I, I feel I would have been way, way further ahead. But I'm, I'm really happy. At least I, I did take the chance and I did take uh, some risks when I was younger. And um, I definitely see a lot of things progressing in my life now. I love that. I love that. Because, I mean, you know, I think everybody has has been there or felt the same way that hey if i i should have done this two years ago i should have done this three years ago right but the fact that you do it doesn't matter when um is the important part so yeah um that's amazing just just do it just like nike (laughs) just do it just do it it's so funny it's exciting right especially when you when you take your career into your own hands or when you know you take that next step or that risk right it's so rewarding after you you know kind of go through through with it and then you can reflect back and you're like yeah you know there was anxiety there but look look what i've done look what i'm building right look at the legacy that i'm putting together right i'm honestly surprised sometimes like i think about things that are happening in my life and i'm i i feel like as a person i've changed so much in the last few years and i'm just like in awe of myself sometimes i'm like wow am i really doing this is this really how things are going (laughs) is this is this really happening like i have to pinch myself i'm like wow like i really worked hard to get to where i am so like really and truly, like be loyal to yourself. Like don't worry about you know, what if or the worst possible scenarios. Just just do it. Like just go for it and tr- just try your best. You know, like whatever you do, try your best, and you'll see the rewards for sure. Like there's no doubt you'll see the rewards. Be loyal to yourself. That is the line of the day. Well, that's no, that's not even a daily line. That's something that should be tattooed with everyone. Be loyal to yourself. I love yep. that. Just to kind of bring things all together how can people find you shifa do you want to share with us you know uh, your contact information whether it's your social media handles how can they find you so um i'm on instagram and twitter and my handle is she with a s-h-e-e underscore z-i she z she underscore z-i um, and you can also find me on LinkedIn. Of course, you can look me up by my name on LinkedIn, Shifa Kazi. And uh, yeah. Love it. Sheezy. I like she-Z. that. Sheezy. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's short. It's actually short for my full name, but it's more catchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. I like thank it you. a lot. Well, you know what? Um, thank you again. You, you, again, wear so many hats. Um, and you're also fasting with Ramadan, of course, right? So yeah. it's, uh, it's it's been a very long day for Sheezy or Shefat. Sorry, I love, yeah. the, I love the Sheezy handle. But, <laughs> um, it's been a, such a long day. So, you know, we're, we're very, we're very thankful that you took some time carved out some time out of your busy schedule to spend it with richard and i and again share with us you know just some of those sound bites around your journey some of the learning some of the lessons and kind of um you know some of the work you're doing to raise awareness for india so thank you so much for for joining us and uh, we're so excited uh to share this with with our listeners so thank you so much thank you for having me thank you so much for inviting me today thank you no she peace